Welcome to the Biz Coach Show. In every episode, we share information and advice for small business owners, small business leaders, startups, and entrepreneurs preparing to launch their business. Our mission is to give entrepreneurs the edge they need to succeed. If you're in need of business coaching, head over to mybizcoaches.co and book your free coaching consultation today. The Biz Coach Show is presented by Eric Whitmoyer, the owner of My Biz Coaches, a business coach, serial entrepreneur, author, and speaker, as well as David Macon, a certified professional in talent development, growth expert, writer, and small business strategist. Well, Eric, how are you doing today? I'm doing excellent, David, and yourself? I'm doing really good. Yeah, thanks for asking, man. I know we are excited because we are nearing the end of this eight-article eight series that we've been going through, or eight-episode series, based on the articles that you've been putting out on LinkedIn. So I, I see the light at the end of the tunnel, and uh, we're putting out a lot of good good content. For those that haven't watched the last couple of episodes or seen the article, um, definitely check it out. They're based on a newsletter that Eric puts out every single week. So definitely head over to LinkedIn or you can scan the QR codes and sign up for those newsletters. But the series has been about eight trends to watch in 2024. And so today we're going to be talking about some personalized experiences for customers. And one of the things that we also want to encourage you to think about is along with these eight trends, we've got a workshop coming up or Eric does with my biz coaches. This is a strategic planning workshop. So we're talking about 2024 trends to watch for, and Eric's putting together a two hour workshop on December 8th at 10 a.m. Mountain. Uh, and it's all about kind of getting your business ready, setting some goals and, and getting a plan of action in place to achieve them uh, in the new year. And as a bonus, he's going to be walking through uh, these eight trends to watch as well as part of that workshop. So I'm excited, Eric. I know you're kind of doing some prep and, and getting the final steps ready for that workshop. Anything you want to add uh, on that before we dive into our topic for today? Yeah, we're super excited about it. You know, we, the a lot of this ex actually ex extends from the book that I wrote, Success with Goals and Designing Life with Purpose, which, as you know, I wrote when I was still in the wireless space coaching salespeople. And I thought, you know, what a great way to help people understand and, and effectively, because that's what I did for 25 years, help them set and achieve goals. So as I move into the business coaching space, it doesn't translate the same. So <laughs> we've, we've adapted the, the same 10 steps, but we've made it specific to business owners and how to build their business plan. The, te the, stent, the 10 steps are the same. The difference is the, the verbiage and the, and the rationale and kind of what goes into that. So, you know, as opposed to my personal goals, it's more along the line, the business missions and, and, you know, what are we trying to accomplish in the next year? But everything else is very very much a parallel, but I'm excited about the opportunity. It's a, it's a great resource that'll help a lot of small business owners kind of really set the goal for their goals for next year. And more importantly, give them an outline and a strategy to achieve them. Yeah. Awesome. Love it. Yeah. And it's free, right? Totally free workshop. So totally free. you got nothing to lose. So definitely check it out. We'll, we'll share the link again at the end. So if you're interested in learning more, you want to sign up again, free to our workshop. December 8th. So definitely check it out. Well, Eric, as I mentioned, we're talking about personalized customer experiences in 2024. And so as we've been doing in every episode, you know, I, I like to get inside your head, which is a little, little scary, right? But of all the things you could have picked as trends to watch in the new year, I'm curious, why did you pick personalized customer experiences as one of those trends? 
Yeah. So one of the one of the important parts to understand here is as the you, we look at the landscape of 2024 and and in the future. And quite honestly, this isn't new. As many of these that we've addressed so far, they're not really new. They're just evolving at a more rapid pace than probably they were in previous years. And a number of different reasons, sometimes it's COVID inf uh, influenced, sometimes it's, you know, the great resignation influenced in, in, in either of these different scenarios. It's changing in buying habits, which is probably a bigger contributor here in this particular category. You know, as, as more and more millennials and Gen Zs become the primary decision makers in, in purchasing, as opposed to in the past, it's been for many years, at least for the better part of my career, it was baby boomers and, and Gen X. And now it's transitioned into the millennials and the Gen Zs. And as it has, and I think I missed one in one of those in there, but as it's, as it's moved from the older group to some of the younger groups having a bigger influence on it, one of the things that's really important to them is individuality. And David, you will remember this because when we, when we did, when we operated our previous organization, um, T-Mobile, which was the carrier that we represented, we had a huge, massive push on in customization of yeah. rate plans and customization of the phones. And, you know, and ironically, that even goes back to the early days of, of digital wireless. I mean, I remember we had Nokia phones at the time and Nokia phones came with flashing uh, um, antennas. <laughs> right. And, and, and then there were changeable faceplates that you could customize. And then we had literally at one point in some of our model locations, we had people, we had customized, uh, uh, painted faceplates that you would change out and had like yeah. pictures of dragons and all kinds of crazy yeah. stuff. It was just like, yeah. but it was all about customizing. It was all about making it me, right. About me and, and for me and what I wanted my tools and resources to look like. And I think that that what we're seeing more and more as it's playing out in, in the, in the retail space, but more specifically now that it's online, everything's kind of moving that direction, but now it's not about the products and service. Now it's not about the products. It's even about the services. People want customized services, right? Right. As a matter of fact, I, I read an article just recently, the number of membership base, that's actually, it didn't make it for the cut for 2024, the, the the eight categories, but one of the things that I just recently read that has a huge, what they expect a huge influx of is membership-based uh, business models. Mm -hmm. So butcher box, the, what's the, the shave club one, you know, any of these ones where people are on a monthly basis buying products and or services that they've typically done, right? We've been doing massage for quite some time now. Massage Envy has been around 20-ish years, something like that. But all of these membership-based services and even now product-based membership solutions that are delivered to your homes is becoming more and more prevalent because people want customization. They want it right. and it's delivered right to their homes. And yeah. that's a big factor. And it's it's playing a pivotal role in in what people want and what they would like to see and, and more and more not just existing businesses, but more specifically startups that yeah. are actually starting up straight out of the gate, you know, the can't remember the name of the shave company. Was it Dollar Shave Club? Yeah, oh Dollar Shave Club. Yeah. And then I think there was Harry's was another one that I, yeah, I think Harry's, yeah. yeah. And and they literally that was it was just all about shaving and we're gonna yeah. you know send you your shaving stuff. And then Butcher Box, I know there's a bunch of others that are like that where they do custom meal planning and custom meals and they send them directly to your home. Um, you know, one of the ones that um, we use in the fitness space is the icon meals. Yeah. And, you know, it's a pre-made, pre-formed, right? It's, but, you know, there's a 20 different meals that I can choose from, but all shipped directly to my home. I don't have to even shop for it, right? Yeah. 
I do it online and then it gets shipped to my home, but it's, it's the meals that I want. I can pick and choose what I want for my meals. So yeah. that's that's what people want today and that's become a big factor in a lot of businesses and need to consider that as they for their service solutions that they provide for sure yeah well first of all i'm glad you didn't take us all the way back to your pager days so thank you for that <laughs> second i feel feel a little triggered because i feel like you're targeting me as an elder millennial because i have at least two of those subscription boxes that you mentioned as you're going through that. So <laughs> I guess, I guess it's true because you know, I'm in that category and I, and I care about those things. So uh, very cool. And you only have two because I have four. <laughs> yeah, right. Hey, there you go. There you go. So maybe it's not just, you know, millennial and Gen Z. No, as a matter of fact, I would venture to say, ironically, you know, I don't know in my group in the, in the, uh, the Xers, I don't think that there's as many, but certainly shortly, you know, anybody at 45 and under are, that yeah. is a very prevalent thing. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Awesome. Well, thanks for kind of walking us through why you picked this as one of the eight trends to watch. I know that you've got, you know, some key points, usually some data, some statistics that you've been referencing in these articles. So I'd be curious, what are some of the key points that you'd want to share with small business owners as it relates to personalized customer experiences? Yeah. So first and foremost, and we kind of touched it on already, but basically in the digital age, as consumers expect businesses to know uh, what they want intimately. I mean, that the consumer expectations have soared. Um, they expect the the people that they're buying from to know what they want. And actually, I think this honestly, part of this, in a sense, stems from Steve Jobs and mm -hmm. and Apple. Going back, you know, one of the what was the the quote from his autobiography. They don't know what they want because I haven't told them yet. Something along those lines. That's, that's, that's a paraphrase, but uh, the darker side of Steve Jobs right there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, and I and I share that because I think what's what's powerful about that from that perspective is we don't know what we want because we don't know what's available yet. Sure. Yeah. Right. That was I think that that's really what his the what was the underlying concept behind what when he shared that message, and I think that that's the reality is we didn't realize what was available. I mean, I literally go back to my early days in the wireless space, and having having had experienced a satellite phone in the military uh, in the early '90s, the the recognizing that that that, that technology existed even right at that point yeah. in time that you know, barely anybody knew that that existed. And this is while we're still hardcore in the middle of the pager age to uh, your reference. But the, the, and at that point we were still, it was still, we were still selling analog phones in most of the, the, the retail locations, that company I worked for. And I bring that up because it changed so fast. Yeah. Like it was overnight pagers were gone and digital cell phones replaced even analog cell phones. Yeah. So, I mean, it was like a transitional phase that went boom, boom. Like it was so yeah. fast. It was like two steps junk. Right. And, and I think we're seeing that similarly now today, people expect these things because now they know that the technology is available and they're like, well, why can't they do this? And what's intriguing about that is I think people, more and more people are taking that approach and saying, okay, if this is the business model today of whatever this, you know, whatever we're in, if this is the business model today, how can I jump step this? How can I, how can I go instead of me trying to compete in this space, let me project out. And actually this probably comes from what's the book Blue Ocean, Blue Ocean strategy. Yeah. yeah. Blue ocean strategy. How can I go where nobody else is right now? So if this right. is the business model today, how can I leapfrog 
two levels and get out there before everybody else does and own that. And I think that that's where this, this whole, you know, people, people recognizing, you know, somebody can create this pretty quickly now, right? We yeah. have the technology, we have the ability. It's, it wouldn't be uncommon. It wouldn't be unreasonable to be able to believe that within a short period of time, somebody could build a business model around this, whatever that right. is. Right. And that's the, I think that's the difference. I, you know, I, you watch how quickly the technology has evolved over the last 20 years. I literally watched them um, today. I watched a presentation of a gentleman who's talking about AI and robotics. And he accentuated the fact that I've been uh, jumping up and down about for five years is that the rate of technology is increasing at a rate that nobody could have ever recognized. And it's coming faster and faster and, and making a big impact. And so it's just really kind of changing the way that people are launching some of these products and services. Yeah. Uh, another point was building lasting connections. You know, personalized experiences really make for when somebody makes something that really hits home for me, when somebody creates a solution that that I'm like, oh, wow, you made this like uh, you didn't, but you were thinking of me when you made it, right? right. And, it, yeah. and, and the reality is, as a consumer, I'm like, I become extremely loyal to that company at that point. Yeah. Right? Because I feel like they made this with, with me intended. And, and because of that, I'm, I'm connected. And, and the, the customer loyalty jumps dramatically. Right. Um, and then it's like we talked about it. In, in a crowded market, how do you create a competitive advantage? Well, you create something that nobody else is doing. Right. And you provide it and you provide it in a way that nobody else is providing it. So yeah. if we're selling, oh, I, what was the, I can't remember the name of it. It's shirt company and untucked, untucked. Oh, okay. yeah. I don't, I seldom wear a dress shirt tucked in, particularly in a casual environment. And, you know, I only really wear a tucked in shirt if I'm presenting or wearing a, a suit or right. Even yeah. with a jacket, I'll often wear an untucked dress shirt. Sure. There's an entire company model around untucked shirts right. they make them a little bit shorter so they're not quite as you know as long and and they're designed to be worn untucked but still a dress shirt yeah right and and and, and that's you know that's i mean it's it's a multi-million dollar business right yeah who would have thought well you watch yeah. enough people walking around with their shirts untucked and you quickly identify hey there's a need for this right and that's what's this is part of this customization that we're seeing so look at the crowded shirt market industry and say, okay, well, how do I create a niche within that? And boom, there you go. Right. Yeah. Pay attention to what people are doing out there and then figure out how to create a, something that, 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 that create your own niche within that group and then find that model and how to serve yeah. it. Yeah, no, as you were talking about that, I mean, you know, certainly, you know, finding new product lines or starting new business based on that opportunity makes sense to me. But what I was thinking about, as you were talking about that was, Kind of lifetime value, right? And, and how how you keep engaging your customers. And, and I was thinking about, you know, you probably get bombarded like I do with tons of emails and solicitations and things like that. But what I love is when I get an email that says, you know, hey, based on other purchases you've made, here's what we recommend. Or, okay. you know, hey, we noticed that you're really interested in this product line. Want to invite you to be one of the first pre people to pre-order this exclusive thing that we're doing. And, and that makes you feel like an insider, right? And, and people really love that. I mean, I know I do, and I know a lot of customers do. And so if you can think about ways to include that, you know, whether it's somebody who was interested but didn't buy or they bought, it's a way to keep engaging them. And, and I think that's a really smart thing to do. And it just increases that lifetime value. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, it's funny, I, I as you were talking just now, I thought of another business model that I've recently seen and almost contributed or participated 
it was, they will actually pick your, I think it's called closed trunk or something trunk. Yeah. I can't remember the exact name, but it definitely had the word trunk in it. And what they would do is you'd actually have a specific designated designer who would pick. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. They'll pick your clothes for you based on your body size, based on, you know, how you're, you know, whatever right and 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 they look at you and say okay well you know what this would look really good on you this would look and so it's somebody who's got that eye right whatever but rather than in the you know 70s early uh, 70s 80s 90s it was like here's this model wearing this petite whatever this is what you need to buy to look like that right and, yeah. and as opposed to that it's like i'm not gonna fit in that right so yeah what what's the, what's my next best option right well right. hey Based on the way that you're built, right? And bodybuilders have been doing that for years. I mean, they have specific design clothes for bodybuilders because they're they're built differently, right? Yeah. You know, so big and tall has been around for eons, right? Preaching and, to the choir. <laughs> <laughs> and so, you know, it's like it's funny because as you know, my younger brother's like six five or something like that, and yeah. he wears a shirt. And, you know, he puts it on and he's got like two inches yeah. of sleeve missing, right? It's like, it's like, yeah. cause he oh, yeah. it's long enough, but yeah. So, and, and, and so they have this designer who picks your clothes for you and then recommends that. And if you don't yeah. like it, you tip it back and then you try something else. And, and yeah. so this is just an example of some of these different models that are available. Yeah. So that, that's kind of the, the summation of, of the model itself and, and the value that it's, you know, more and more people are recognizing it. And I have a series of uh, points that they kind of share with some of the business owners wanting to consider. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. In fact, let's jump to that. So if somebody's, you know, thinking about this and, you know, maybe they're not a, a butcher company that wants to ship meat or they're not a clothing company with tailored recommendations, how do they take this concept of, personalized customer experiences and tie it into their small business. Right. Well, and you kind of referenced a piece of that already in, in the sense that you were like, you know, here, based on your early, your previous purchases, right? So the first thing is to use your customer data wisely, actually get feedback from your customers. What did you like most about your recent purchase, right? What a great way to one, know what to sell to your clients, but more importantly, two, to extract from that and then project out and say, what are other things that they might be interested in? Right. And now this requires a whole set of, of me communicating with my clients and understanding from them what's really valuable and important to them. But by doing so, I can now leverage that data and that information to try, try and create, again, this extension of my current business model. But data is one of the biggest pieces, right? How do I get that data? And then more importantly, how do I take the data, analyze it and break it into actual insights that we can we can execute on? Next one is uh, segmenting your audience. Uh, not all customers are the same, right? Recognizing who's, you know, again, you could look at, at past history. You could also look at demographics, right? We've been talking about millennial, Gen Z, Gen X, baby boomer. Each of them are going to have different preferences just based on where they're at in their life cycle. We referenced earlier, you know, it's, it's somebody who's, for instance, if somebody who's uh, going through having a baby, Right. That uh, for women specifically. Right. Uh, they, I'm sure like, we know that it's maternity clothes. Right. But how do I buy maternity clothes that still make me look good? You know, that's uh, the, 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 yeah, so the idea is recognizing people's life cycles and what's going on in their lives at that time. And then what's something they can incorporate into the business model that affects that, that person or that in, impacts that person. Right. Yeah. The customization. Yeah. And, and just while you're to combine those two thoughts, you're talking about data, but, but also, I mean, your existing customers, 
but there's so many advertising opportunities on social media. You can get so great point custom with, you know, you could people that are interested in a healthy lifestyle and love the color blue and are pregnant. I mean, you could, you could market specifically to that very small subset of people, even in a geographic area where you ship to, right. You know, same day shipping or whatever. And, and you can run an ad campaign around that. I mean, it's just a great way to tailor those specific recommendations. Absolutely. The next piece is personalized communication channel. So you kind of touched on it already right now, but it's, you know, I, where, where can I find these people? And you just mentioned it, social media, right? I mean, social media is, 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 is your, your, your doorway into that space, right? Like how do I find those people? And all you need to do is go into any of the social media platforms and go look for groups. And yeah, you could get, right. you could get the vast majority of all your customer survey type information from just going into these different groups. And and there are tons of groups, right? Facebook and in, uh, LinkedIn specifically, and Instagram as well. But it, there's lots of groups where these people associate and they share ideas and and things that they collaborate on, right? That they're that they're interested in. What a great way to go in there and find out what's important to those people. Yeah. I'll be honest here. I hadn't necessarily thought of that, but you're absolutely right because I'm, you know, I'm in like meat smoking groups and stuff like that. Yeah. And, but I've never thought, you know, tap into those groups for insights into what are pain points or opportunities or what are people excited about. So I think it's genius, man. I'm going to steal that if, one. If I, if I was going to build a new smoker, the first thing I'd do is join your group. Right. Okay. So what do you, what do you like about the smoker? Oh, I use this. What is it? Natural pellets or whatever. I don't even know enough yeah. about that. Stuff, but, right? it's like, <laughs> but I, I, um, Ian, my brother, right. He's like really into that. So, he, you know, all of a sudden you got these, these people that are really into this stuff and you find out what do you like about the one that you currently use or what do you not like about it? What would be better if, right. And all of a sudden you got, all more, you got all the market insight that you need to go create the better one. Right. right. Oh, yeah, absolutely. The next one is uh, dynamic content creation. That's, you know, it's a big one when it comes to services and, and, and understanding what people are looking for, but develop dynamic content that adapts to the individual preferences. This could include personalized product recommendations. You know, we've been doing it for years. I mean, you think about when you make wedding gifts and stuff like that, you make personalized lists. Uh, yeah. yeah. Scotch deals with glasses and stuff like that to match. Right. With my, my, my glasses, wine glasses for the oh, wedding. Yeah. Right, right, yeah. Yeah. We got tons of stuff like that. And then you could make suggestions based on that and exclusive offers to your point earlier, exclusive offers based on past interactions. So I noticed you bought this, you're a cigar lover, right? Oh, how are you also, do you drink scotch, right? Or brandy or, or, or you know, whatever it might be. And uh, bourbon, I mean, then, then, you know, that might be a, something that you would be associated with. The next one is implement AI and automation, right? So there's tons of opportunity, but, you know, we've, we've done numerous shows on AI and how to leverage AI chat GPT in and of itself is, is a huge resource. I've gone from being a neophyte with chat GPT or around the beginning of the year to maybe I'm borderline intermediate level understanding of it. But I will tell you, it has become my go-to when I am trying to uh, do some a bit of research on a new strategy. Unlike I'm trying to pull ideas together. When I want to go deep into current research, I use certain resources like BARD, like we've discussed in the past. But ChatGPT is my go-to in many cases just to you know get some preliminary data or, or concepts around an idea 
And then I leverage that and then do a little bit deeper research, but it's, it's pretty significant. I mean, I, you, 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 that's literally what it is. ChatGPT is, is an aggregate of all of this information on the internet, all pulled together into one source. So why do I need to do all these do Google searches? I can literally just use ChatGPT and it'll give me a, an aggregate of, uh, of the majority of that information. And then if I'm comfortable with that, I can go deeper then, right? But that, that quick, Quickly, it helps me identify the opportunities. And I don't know that enough small business owners are really recognizing the opportunity there. Yeah, um, I don't want to throw a curveball at you, Eric, but I think, you know, if, if somebody's watching this or listening to this and you've never used ChatGPT, okay, I, I, let's give them a mission, Eric. You cool with that? Just go, yeah, go yeah, to yeah. ChatGPT, create your free account. You don't need the paid version right off the bat. And I want you to and, and search what are ways I can personalize customer experience in my business doing Perfect. X. Just just do that. If you've never done it, super easy. And then keep asking questions. And before you know it, you'll have five or six different ways that you can personalize it in your business. So that's your mission. Okay. If you've never done it, go check it out. So sorry, not a, not, they no, excellent. Trouble, but I think, yeah, that's a great opportunity right there. That, that, that is, uh, yeah. And, and you being the trainer that you are, I, I would expect nothing less. That was <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah but what a great opportunity to demonstrate exactly what we're talking about, the value of that. And so the next one is that it's to empower your customer service. And I think this is a really important one, which interesting. The first time that I really, I mean, obviously being in retail, we were empowered to a certain level, but there was always a limitation that we often, often struggled with. The further we went in our journey in the wireless space, the further we got into, the closer we got to the carrier relationship, the more power we had, the more ability we had to make an impact and, and do certain things that, you know, as a, an independent distributor, we weren't able to do. But what's really interesting is there was a, uh, I'm totally blank on his name, four hour work week. Oh, Tim Ferriss? Tim Ferriss. Thank yeah. you. Tim Ferriss. Yeah. So in his book, one of the things that he talked about, about building the business that he had is a quick synopsis, basically built a business that he was doing, I want to say $20,000 a month or something like that. And this is what led him to be able to live the lifestyle that he had. He created it was with all automations and empowering certain people to, to take certain roles within the business model that he created. So he white labeled a product. It was a brain product. I think it was, some, you know, it was supposed to make you smart or whatever, some kind of ingestible product that he took. And one of the things he did, and he talked about it extensively, was empowering the customer service department to deal with concerns, issues, questions, whatever. And they were empowered to a certain level, whatever that level was. And I want to say it was like up to $500 or $300. I don't remember what it was, but he, he empowered the customer service to just make the, the conscious decision based on what they felt was the best thing to do. And I will tell you from when you think about that, from that perspective, how many, how many, one, how many, as, as a manager yourself, how many conversations do you not have to have when you empower the people below you to make the decision without having to engage you? Because there's little that they can do wrong up to a certain point, right? I mean, it's like, use your own best judgment. And if it just, if it, it wasn't ideal, well, we can talk about that, but it's not going to change the world, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. right? And it's like, but what a great strategy to empower your customer service. And I think that that's a piece that there's a, I'm, I'm saying right now, there are antiquated business models that exist today. And one of the biggest limiting factors they have is not empowering their their customer service to be able to absolve the issue and make their own best judgment based on what they're dealing with. Right. Yeah. Right. 
huge opportunity to embrace this whole concept of of engaging people and, and creating the experience that they're looking for. And, and then the last one is a solicit and act on feedback. I think that that's probably, you know, one, we talked about gathering information, but the, I think the bigger factor is, is ask for people to share that information with you. What yeah. is it you like? What is it you don't like? And then act on it. Because I think that that's, that's probably the piece that, that I see the biggest disconnect on is that people ask for the information, but that they don't act on it. Yeah. Right. And, 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 you know, whatever that looks like in your business model, recognizing, you know, okay, let's get the information. That's important. But more, more importantly, let's, once we've gotten the information, once we've gotten legitimate feedback and we've, we've quantified it, now let's do something about it. Right. And we've determined that there's something here that we can improve on it. We could get better results from or whatever. Let's do something and introduce it and then, and resolve that challenge expectation, introduce whatever that though. The key is, is to, to act, to act on, act on the information you get. Yeah, absolutely. Well, as always, Eric, great stuff, uh, great ways to apply this. And uh, just again, if, if you're not following along in the series, if you're not getting the articles, make sure you head over, subscribe. It's all on LinkedIn and uh, you can scan the QR code or you can just search for Eric or the MyBiz Coaches and uh, make sure you're subscribed to those newsletters. Also, of course, make sure you subscribe to the show where we're going to be talking about these articles and a whole lot more over the coming weeks and months. So definitely check that out. And just a final reminder, make sure you register for the completely 100% free two-hour workshop on December 8th at 10 a.m. Mountain Time. That's going to be all about strategic business planning. So making sure you're ready for the new year. Uh, And then also Eric will be talking a bit about uh, each of the eight things, trends to watch in 2024. So Eric, anything else you want to add before we wrap up? No, I appreciate it, David. I'm excited about the the event next week. I'm I think there's a lot of people are going to get a lot of great value from the exercise from the workshop, and more importantly, uh, we're looking for some success stories. We want to be able to introduce this, roll this out to a number of people. I think we had uh, it's only been a few days, and we already have 35 registrations. So I'm excited that we've already uh, accelerated that. We expect to have maybe a few hundred registers. So I'm excited to see how quickly it's already ramping up. But more importantly. What we're hoping for is that everybody who shows up, we get to hear some of the success stories of people that actually took the exercise, went through the, the workshop for the two hours, and then executed on that plan and got results from it. And we're looking forward to seeing some of those, seeing and hearing some of those stories. Yeah, absolutely. Well, as always, Eric, great hanging out with you. Thanks for the information and advice. And we'll see you and our audience on the next episode. Thanks, David.